hello, 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 and welcome back to new podcast, Who Dis? A new installment of the Gross Point Public Library's podcast. I'm Lexi Smith, Emerging Technologies Librarian, and I'm here with... Adam Picard, the Dream Lab Librarian. Perfect. And today we are talking about the one, the only, the legendary Dogman of Michigan. Oh, yes. <laughs> we we mentioned this last time when we were talking about like spooky stories and things like that, and we got off on a little tangent about it because it's amazing. But uh, yeah, we, we, we thought, why not? It's still spooky season. Yeah, still spooky <laughs> season. It's such a good um, piece of Michigan lore. And Michigan really does have a lot of lore in itself. We could do a whole nother episode on just um, Michigan lore. But the dog man is so fascinating and creepy. And um, we happen to have a book on the Michigan dog man that we did. Well, we did purchase it for this reason because <laughs> we're 100%. so interested. <laughs> but we also have two movies that are free to access on Hoopla. Um, literally called Dogman, and then Dogman 2, The Wrath of the Litter. <laughs> oh, yes. I watched the second one this morning. <laughs> and I watched the first one last night. Both so good. So we're going to talk about both the books, um, well, the one book, and then I read a couple of other short stories within some books that we have at the library about the Dogman. And then we're also going to talk about the movie adaptations. So mm-hmm. get ready. There's some good stuff coming. <laughs> so a lot of people might be wondering where the Michigan Dogman kind of comes from. And it's a long storied history, but I think a lot of people got it brought to light uh, in the 90s when um, Stephen Cook, a uh, disc jockey, took a bunch of sightings of different animals and things like that, um, spliced them together to make a song called The Legend of the Michigan Dog Man. Yes, and um, that the lyrics to that, you can find them online, um, but it's also in our book at Ewald called Weird Michigan. It's pages 84 through 85. has the whole lyrics laid out for you along with some um, creepy illustrations of what the dog man would look like. And a little, it just has like two pages of... Um, the lore of Dogman and where it first originated, which is pretty much with the song. Um, one thing I wanted to point out about the song, and it's wonderful if you listen to it. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like spoken word almost. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's with yeah. the with a creepy little synth beat in the background and everything. Yeah, and for copyright reasons, we're not gonna play portions of the song during the podcast, but you can easily find it on YouTube. Um, but one thing that I keep forgetting about with the Dogman lore um, and the legend that is mentioned in the song is that it seems to be the Dogman appears in a cycle of every 10 years on the seventh year. So like mm-hmm. 87, 97, 2007. That's what the song suggests, that every 10 years on the seventh year is when the Dogman appears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize that. And I've been reading about the Dogman for a very long time. But um, so we're not quite to 2027. We've got quite a few years, but you've got plenty of time to prep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Get prepped. Get your IR. Get your IR camera equipment done like the guy in the movie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, we'll get to the movie. But um, we did purchase a book for a copy for the li- for the library to have a copy called The Michigan Dogman, True Stories from Eyewitnesses by G.P. Haggart. And just a forewarning, the grammar 
Um, and some of the spelling is not perfect. No. <laughs> but that's okay. It's still very fun to read. It has like newspaper clippings that are pretty much impossible to read. Um, <laughs> yeah. Photos, but also just um, little little tiny like anecdotes of stories of, of true, allegedly true stories of eyewitnesses who have I, seen the dog man. I would like to point out there is one particular picture I absolutely love on page 61 of this book. And it's a dogman photographed by a security guard in Michigan, and it looks like it's standing behind a telephone or a light pole, and it's so clearly photoshopped. <laughs> like you can see, you can see all the ridging around it. Like that—that that is not rear lighting. Um, the halo effect of when a light comes in the background. No, those are artifacts from. <laughs> picture and put it in there i used to do i used to do graphic design everything so i'm just like oh my god this is beautiful it's so so funny and it's and the book itself is only like 70 something pages and Mm. all of the anecdotes are not even i don't even think there's one that's longer than a page i don't think the the longest one is like a page like it's split in half over two pages because of where it starts but yeah it's it's like that and they even talk about like the first sighting which the first sighting was, um, and this is actually discussed in the song, was um, some lumberjacks in 1887. Uh, the lyrics even go to say, like, they found a do- they found what they thought was a dog, and they thought it was being playful. They chased it around. They chased it through a log and everything, like, you know, throwing sticks and everything. Chased it through a log. And then uh, when it wouldn't come out, they started poking around in the log. It let out a very, very frightening sound, came out, and stood upright on them. And... That was kind of where the legend was born. Yeah, and even see, I mean, like, I know there's tons of dogs out there that stand on their hind legs for a short amount of time, and that itself can be kind of creepy looking or really cute, depending on um, where you're at and the Just, angle. And It turns out Great Danes are enormous when you actually look at them. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just imagine a Great Dane, yeah, well, probably bigger and beefier, just walking around on its hind legs for a long period of time. That's pretty much the dog man. Yeah, show. one of the ones in the song that I absolutely love is that they were – um, they were scratching and clawing at a church, and the the police came by, saw the the things, and said, "Ah, oh, these are just it was just a wild animal making these cl- these scratching and clawing. Nothing to worry about. It would go away." And the priest was like, "This is at the top of the dwarf. Those are the cl- animal claws. This thing had to stand seven foot four. Oh my gosh, that is." <laughs> makes me think of Bigfoot but I kind of think the dog man is a little more terrifying because it's just so um, unnatural to me Bigfoot feels very like you know he's a creature of the woods where dog man is like how can that be natural to just for like a dog beast to be standing on its hind legs and if you look at the J.P. Haggart book um, some, some of the photos do have sightings of a of the dog man standing on two feet and you know, whether they're real photos or not is completely up for you to decide, but they're still creepy to look mm-hmm. at. And I put down on here that um, the very first photo, which I'll look to see what page that's on. I said that the first photo and the photo of a dog man in Brazil on page 59 are the creepiest photos. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So the first photo is on 53 yep. and it's literally, it kind of looks like, um, it's just standing on two legs, but it's poking around behind a tree, and it's, like, looking at the cameraman. And you can, it's really blurry, but you can tell that it has dog-like ears, and it's very kind of skinny. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely does not look human-like No, e- either way. Like, whether it's a dog man, I don't know. 
Um, but it's still very creepy. And then the one from Brazil on page 59. Okay, yeah, that's the one where you can see it. It looks like it's on a security camera. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's running away on two feet. But it's beefy. It's, it's beefy. and But specifically the feet are digitigrade, which is yes. where it the... Um, animals have legs that kind of bend the other way. So like, you know, they, they've got like a, an ankle that's elevated. So, you know, they got that spring effect on it. Like, so, you know, how dog paws look. Yeah, absolutely terrifying. It, it looks so unnatural the way that the, the legs are like bending. I mean, natural for a dog, not natural for it to be standing on its hind legs, though. Though I do love the silhouette pictures they post, like, in between chapters and stuff like that in this book. Because there's silhouette posters and pictures, I'm just like, oh, this could totally have come from White Wolf's Werewolf the Apocalypse or something. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Some of the, like, like, the silhouettes, the graphics uh, in between, like, the chapters of the different dogmen, those are really fun, and they're kind of werewolf-esque. They definitely incite the terror. It's Yeah, like, they they even say, like, there, there are different kinds of dog men like yeah. like like the like variant three variant like like different variants and like some of the variants they say like instill a weird primal fear in people that makes them like makes them mad and everything and i'm like oh yeah that's the werewolf thing from uh werewolf the apocalypse which is why you can be a werewolf go nuts into in in a place and if any survivors go away nobody believes them because it's the madness that werewolves inflict lunacy and i thought that was really interesting because i don't think it mentions variants in the song um but i do really like the book the very first like it introduces well there's an introduction but then it goes into the variances of dogmen and it's split up into so there's two there's type threes and then there's canine types, but then each of those categories are broken down to even smaller variants. So type three has three different variants, while the canine types have, I think, four. Yep, four variants. Mm-hmm. And it describes them. Um, it talks about like the different, like type threes have specific colors, uh, where canine types resemble more of the werewolf body, and it doesn't really matter what their color is but they're just the more beefier werewolf looking types where type threes are like the skinny human like spooky <laughs> like to me the type threes are scarier so type three type three is kind of more like the wolf man style where they're they they they're they're furry got the dog mm-hmm. things but they're they're human-esque in 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 stature yes and it says here that they have legs in the type threes have legs and knees like a human so i don't think that they'd have the like backwards spring looking legs um for the hind legs but the first picture that i referred to on page 53 where the dog man is looking behind a tree that's a type three and i think it said it was variant one and that says it's tall, lean, strong, and has a baboon-style head, which is terrifying. <laughs> and it does kind of look like a baboon. It kind of looks like a like a some sort of monkey, but like it still has like that skinny snout. For for fans of Stranger Things, uh, you know who you know who else has a baboon-like head? The actual Dungeons and Dragons Demogorgon. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh my gosh! One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once again, bring out the D and D nerd in me. <laughs> yes, of course. We have to. We have to. Um, there was something else in the book that I, oh, so in the, not only in the book, but this ties in with the movie too. I also didn't know this. Um, the book and the movie reference, um, weird lights along with sightings yes. of dogmen. And if you look, if you just Google the Michigan dogman, one of the first links will bring you to this like famous website. I thought I had it written down, but I don't, um, 
but it's like the number one website where it has like different sightings, recordings, um, photos, newspaper clippings, all that good stuff um, online. And they all mention that sightings with dogmen are normally like people who see the dogman also refer to seeing really strange, weird lights in the same moment. Like they'll mm-hmm. see strange lights right before they witness the dogman. Not just like, you know, the creepy yellow eyes, but literally like weird UFO like lights. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting because I've never really, <clears throat> I don't know if that's mentioned in the song, the it, lights. I don't think it is. Think um, so but, uh, yeah, I know. It's it's one of those things I, I absolutely love, that sort of thing, and it kind of gives into an almost an extraterrestrial vibe to it as well. Yeah. Like the idea that maybe it's a, an experiment of some kind of aliens and everything. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I love that stuff. For the record, we got this book because the 133 sections in, in most libraries need more love. 100%. <laughs> and I looked at our 133 section, and there was a lot of, like, really good um, Michi- like Michigan hauntings. Um, mm-hmm. Like, really good like spooky ghost stories for Michigan but absolutely nothing about the dog man actually this actually reminds me does, 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 do, do Rand's Michigan chillers have a dog man thing well, I gotta Ooh. look that one up yeah but this one's for the kids for the record we're talking about the horror monster not Dave Pilkey's very cute comic the dog man <laughs> probably should have prefaced that oh yeah that <laughs> we should definitely include that in the bio because two very different dog men and one dog man I do think is more popular than the other mm-hmm. which is probably the kids one <laughs> which is just fine um and yeah when you search dog man on hoopla you'll find lots of the dog man they do Dave Michigan chillers <gasps> number 19 Drummond Island dog man by Jonathan Rand no way oh my gosh okay, oh, so okay we have I'm, to read that next yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> part Dogman Part Two, <laughs> and so before we move off of the book to the lot, I mean the stories in there are really good. There's some creepy mm-hmm. stories in there. Oh yeah, yeah. There are. In, there's two stories that I noticed that were re, re, like repeated, like they're in there twice, and I yeah. don't think they're supposed to be. Yeah, I saw that okay. too. <laughs> they were good stories, so I was happy to come across them again. And a lot of them are so like short and quick anecdotes that you don't really get spooked until you read them the second time. Hey, Exactly. But there was a couple of them that mentioned lights. Um, I think there was one where it was like they were sitting in a car um, and they saw weird lights in the woods or they were camping in the woods, saw weird lights, then went in their car. Then they saw what they thought was a dog on its hind legs. Like that just gives me chills. That's spooky, spooky. And then there's um, a lot of examples of the dog man swimming, and that creeps me out. Yeah. Like, can you imagine going on, like, a kayaking or a canoeing trip, and then you see this two-legged dog running through the woods, and then it just starts swimming towards you? Right? (laughs) That is absolutely terrifying. I don't, like, many beasts are terrifying, but when they can conquer land and water that's when i'm terrified mm-hmm. oh absolutely but, and, you know there's also this primal fear of wet of wet things i mean let's all face it the, the ring got us to all fear wet children 100 <laughs> percent. oh yeah i'll never forget the ring i'll always remember her crawling out of the well for the record um slight tangent you should watch because it's simultaneously dumb and brilliant <laughs> Kayako versus Sadako. Ring the grudge versus the ring. Oh my gosh. I actually have that on my watch list. I oh, it's, it it's it's kind of great. That I love sounds it. hilarious. <laughs> and I do need to watch that. Um, is there any specific story in the book that you wanted to refer to? Um not anything? particularly any per, uh, specific one. Um, but 
I do think I love I love the fact that like you can f- find out like here's the one that specifically uh, was the one that was um, from the original was on page twenty three um, Wexford Wexford Code uh, logger citing eighteen eighty seven and it says two lumberjacks that two lumberjacks saw a creature whom they described as having a man's body and a dog's head. This is the first reported dogman sighting in Michigan, which has sparked national sightings of the creature in other states. Not only was this the first report uh, for first for the state of Michigan, but the first in the United States, which is why dogman has become a bit of a Michigan legend. Um, there are some in here that uh, aren't necessarily in Michigan, like they they because animals they travel all over and everything, and it's it's kind of encompass a bit of a Midwestern thing, but. Um, most of the sightings are Michigan based. Like you'll recognize things like things like off of um, there's one Dogman Rushes Highway and Rams Pickup in 2009. Um, the, there's some references to. Di- I think there's one story that talks about a sighting in Detroit, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's one like it specifically says like uh, right off of I-96 and mm-hmm. everything like that, which. Anybody in the Southeast Michigan area is used to running along I-96, so, mm-hmm. yeah. And I've noticed a lot of the site, or a lot of the um, Michigan dogman sightings are in the Lower Peninsula. Yeah, I was I was shocked. I was thinking it was going to be more in the Upper Peninsula because more foresting and yeah, stuff, stuff like that. But um, it looks like there's a lot in the Lower Peninsula, um, which I've been casually counting jokingly calling the downer peninsula just because i'm just like the upper and downer (laughs) (laughs) the upper and downer i sometimes say upper and lower but whenever i say lower peninsula people just kind of look at me weird so i might have to stop (laughs) it's like like the mitten yes (laughs) the mitten mitten. or the rabbit (laughs) yes oh the i've never even like thought of that oh yeah the upper peninsula is a rabbit i've also heard that it's called a shark because it's got like the the top fin and then the oh that, the that, lower... that that's the ear oh. that's the ear of the bunny and then the lower part is the 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 paws is leaping oh, and everything that's cute that's cuter than a shark i like mm-hmm. that a mitten and a rabbit that's yeah cute. but even the very first dog man sighting uh story in here talks about um meadow like these weird lights um it's in a place in the area of waters meet Mm-hmm. Home of the famous Paulding Lights phenomenon called the Dog Meadow Lights. And somebody apparently had a um, sighting there, which is creepy. Have you ever had a sighting of a dog man? Unfortunately, no. And I'm kind of <laughs> disappointed at that because I love this sort of thing. Me and, too. you know, um, like I'm I'm the type of guy, spooky, like person would sit there and be like, this house was haunted and like a million <laughs> people were murdered in it. Could you stay overnight? I'd be like. Give me a week. I'll stay there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like that, too. I'm really fascinated by it. And, like, I listen to Bigfoot podcasts. I love all things Bigfoot. I just I just love cryptids in general. Oh, so God, I love yeah. the dog, man. Um, I've never had an encounter that I know of. Like, I've been camping plenty of times where I've heard weird noises. Who knows? Honestly. I have had an encounter with a ghost back <gasps> when I was working at the Detroit Library. So, oh, of course. T- it's a DPL. Yeah, so going, going to a little bit of my old job, I used to work at the Detroit library and I was a CSR at the time I was like basically the bookshelver person who would run things run things for like oh patron requested this from our stacks in the basement stuff like that I remember one time so I was working in there I got this I got the 
this is uh, 2010, like just before there was the big layoffs that happened. So I was in there. I got this call, and um, it was it was near the end of the day. The we we normally wouldn't run calls at that point, but the person was like, "I'm going to be in tomorrow with the, like at opening. Is there any chance you could have the thing ready?" And we we're like. Yeah, sure. Why not? So I grabbed the key, went down to our old H&T department, which looked like Silent Hill, <laughs> um, the scary part of Silent Hill, not the normal <laughs> Silent Hill when it's not monsters everywhere. Um, <laughs> I go down there and I know I'm the only one down there. So I head down there. I've got the key. The security guards had already done their rounds and everything. So I'm going to the, the big Sanborn maps, and I pull um, out. They were looking for something in 1912, uh, Hamtramck. And oh. I pull the, the Sanborn maps out. Like, I pull out the 1904, then I pull out the 1912, because those are the, like, the, was, 1904 was on top. Then they're big maps, so I'm not going to try to do the shimmy the big. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just have to put it back, yeah. Exactly. But at that point, I hear the sound coming from the other side of the thing, and I'm like, hello? And I'm there, and I, I, I walk over, and... Nobody's there. The printing department had left for the day. And the only other way to get down there would be if somebody had, was, if they were a security guard or somebody came down with the elevator, which makes a big, loud bing when it opens. <laughs> so you would know if somebody yeah, used the elevator. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, yeah, must have just been a book fell or something like that. And then I hear the sound coming back. Um, and I, so I head back to where I was, and there's the 1904 map open. Oh, and you didn't open uh, yeah. it. Yeah, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> that is terrifying. What was the noise like? Was it just? It's like, like a bouncing ball. Oh, and I learned from somebody no. else that they're like, yeah, we're haunted by a little girl, like a little Victorian girl. Oh my god, like almost like, and she's like, or I should say, I shouldn't say Victorian because this is 1900, but um, a little girl like that, the little dress and everything mm-hmm. that, looking for her ball. <laughs> That's bizarre. And you heard the ball bouncing. Uh-huh. Oh, that's so creepy. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, I would run out of there immediately. If the, I saw the map open, I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> I, 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 I get it. <laughs> yeah, no, Crystal it was, clear. It was awesome. I Message received. Yeah, that's true. On some level, I'd probably be really interested. I, but like, so I love all things creepy, but it's the minute I'm like in a creepy situation... <laughs> I'm, I just turned into a big baby. <laughs> I really do like my. I've always wanted to have like a Bigfoot encounter, a Dogman encounter, just any sort of cryptid encounter. Um, but every time I go camping in the woods, I'm I'm kind of silently thinking like, please let everything be normal. I don't even want to encounter a bear or anything of that nature. And to be fair, I think the bear would be scarier because yeah, <laughs> true. Because a bear is gonna try and eat my food and stuff, whereas like Bigfoot's probably just trying to get away from me. Yeah, yeah, he's fast. He just doesn't want to be seen. <laughs> But getting back to the dog man. Yes. <laughs> I've never so I've never had an encounter with a cryptid, unfortunately, to my sadness. Um and I've never really had well, I've had like weird go- like sort of experiences as far as like the paranormal and ghost ghostly things in my old house. Um, but that that should be saved for another episode because there's like a lot of stuff I could talk oh, God, about yeah. there. <laughs> and they're small stuff. They're not it's not like yeah, but there's some weird stuff that happened in that old house. But 
Should we talk about the movie now? Oh, God, yes. The movie is so good. Again, just called Dogman, one word, um, on Hoopla. You can watch it for free as long as you have you have your library card. Mm-hmm. The second one is also on there, and it ends, the first one ends on a huge cliffhanger. I watched it last night, and I was so upset because I stayed up until, like, 1130, which is really late for me. <laughs> and I'm like, no, there's a, there's a huge cliffhanger. Now I have to see the second one, but I didn't have time to stay up and watch it, and I'm so sad because the I, first I, movie was I, so good. Good. I literally was up this early this morning. I was doing my I was doing my workout watching the, first, the second part. Like, like I'm left doing doing my weights and stuff like that, watching the beginning of it before I prep breakfast and everything. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's so. I should have done that because I woke up a, lo- a little early today, but I just did boring chores like laundry and stuff and I didn't have time to like have the movie playing in front of me but it is so good so it stars Larry Joe Campbell mm-hmm. who's pretty I like I recognized him he's I did, a great actor yeah mm-hmm. I don't know I didn't know at the time what I recognized him from but I looked up some of the movies and stuff he's in he's an actor and a comedian so you might know him for his comedy um he's in movies like Hall Pass and um oh oh now I'm forgetting the other one but he's in a couple of like uh like comedy movies that a lot mm-hmm. of people have seen and that's where I recognize him from. He's also in he's known for his character um I think it's Larry in let me just look him up real quick. Mm-hmm. But either way like he <laughs> he nails the midwestern farmer oh so Oh my well. gosh. They the whoever wrote I forget who wrote the the script and that's I should have looked that up too but um he okay so he's on he's a good role on according to Jim yeah. the series which w- took place in 2001 to 2009 which I remember watching with my dad all the time hilarious mm-hmm. I absolutely loved that show and that's where I recognized him from as well and if you look him up the second movie that pops up is Dogman and so the all of the actors in this movie, I think, are cast really well. Yeah, though, though you, you have to admit, the one sheriff, when she first shows up on screen, I'm just like, she looks 14. Oh, yeah. I forgot you said that. Yeah, no, she does not look old enough to be a sheriff, let alone a cop. Like, she is so young. But they do such a good job casting. It's diverse, and there's, like, they capture the Midwest um, just... Um, like mannerisms so well and it's just so kooky and weird and i don't think you ever actually hear like what town they're living in no they kind of leave it leave it kind of blank so that people can kind of like feel like oh this is like so if you're watching in wisconsin or if you're watching it you know you could you could kind of fit where it's going to be um i believe ambiguous i believe the uh description says it's the, the the description just says it's a Midwest yeah. thing, um, but like a lot of like, there's a scene later on where there's like scrapbooks of uh, of like sightings and things like that. A lot of them are like talking about Michigan yeah. and things like that. Yep. And when the, um, so I don't want to give any spoilers, but uh, a kid in the movie starts researching the dog man because he had a close encounter. I won't say what exactly happened, but he has a close encounter with the dog man doesn't really understand what it is naturally and when he looks it up the first link that pops up is talking about the michigan dog man so it still leaves it ambiguous because it doesn't say that they're in michigan necessarily in the movie but obviously it's attributing to the lore and how it has huge ties to michigan so i thought that was pretty neat and it is very like it's just shot in a very midwestern way there's just Uh like these really (laughs) ran not random they're like these shots of um like these perfect like early 2000s cars going down these um 
like two lane highways that you can just totally picture in any Midwestern state with the fall leaves falling down. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. And I know that like you were saying, there's no problems with the acting. I wouldn't say there's any problems with the acting and I'm not an actor, so I don't know how to act, but some of the acting is just so funny to me because like there's, and I think it's just the way that the script is because there's like a moment in the beginning of the movie where, um, the Larry Joe Campbell's character, his nephew and his nephew's friend, um, are coming over, like just causing mischief. They're just riding their bikes around in their woods and they're jumping and they start like performing stunts with their bikes on his picnic table. And they're just like, Oh yeah, that was so sweet, dude. Like just, it's just so funny and corny, but in the best possible way, it was making me laugh out loud, but I will say I was wearing my watch. I just got a watch for my birthday and, um, my heart rate was going up in the spookier <laughs> scenes. And I, w- I didn't think it was getting to me, but it kept showing me that my heart rate was going up. So, <laughs> so it did its job. It spooked me and it made me laugh out loud. It, mm. it is so funny. It's quick. So it's a quick watch. Yeah, it's an hour and a half. The second yeah. movie is also only like an hour and a half as well. Which so. is perfect. It's really all you need to, to mm. capture the terror. And in the first movie, the couple, Larry Joe Campbell and his wife, are the perfect Midwestern what like what oh, Midwestern God, farm 100%. couple? Oh, hundred percent. Oh my gosh, they're, he like they're like arguing all the time, and he's like, ah, oh, geez, woman, like just, which is totally like just how people talk. <laughs> it really is. Like it, still, it's a hundred percent the just Midwestern like. Oh man, they 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 clearly it's that it's that they clearly love each other, but also yes. sass each other. Yes, and it's so good. And some of it like <laughs> is is kind of misogyn like the banter is kind of misogynistic in the way, in the sense that it's like, oh the the wife is normally the one to do the chores of like washing the windows and cleaning the house, and she has a broken leg in the beginning of the movie. I won't tell you how she got that. Um, cause that's a fun surprise in itself. The f- opening sequence is so good. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's so good. If that doesn't grab you, nothing will. Um, but she has like a broken leg and the husband's like, ah, geez, I don't want to wash the windows. Like, I don't want to have to do this woman. <laughs> like, like, and he's just basically saying how it's woman's work and he doesn't want to do it. He has better things to do with his time, but it's, it's. That's the extent of it. It's very and it and it knows it's being like kind of misogynistic, but that it's just showing a real Midwestern couple, and it's so mm-hmm. so good. Their banter is hilarious. Not much of a spoil. He pawns it off on his nephews. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. He he does end up having. He pays his nephews to do it, and then he critiques their work, saying that he can see streaks in the window. Did you catch that? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was so funny because I'm like, well, you should have just done it yourself. <laughs> it's just such a typical like uncle slash dad move. It is uh-huh. so good. Um, I just love the car scenes. All of the car scenes in yeah, this are they, they, fantastic. They're well, they're well shot and everything. Um, oh, when I tell you the snowmobile scenes too. There's a snowmobile and it's very key to the story. Oh, yeah. And there's a scene. This isn't much of a spoil. I'm just going to say there's a scene where the sheriff rides in on the snowmobile. <laughs> yeah. It's not winter. It's just, it's fully fall. Like, it's like, she's just riding a snowmobile. Because fun fact, because fun fact for any of you who are, who are just coming up to Michigan, expecting mm-hmm. snowmobiles to be a strictly winter thing, you can ride that stuff in the, in the, in the fall and spring and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. They're, they're, they're tank treads. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> it's just so funny. It, it's so funny when the sheriff rolls up on the snowmobile. It's it's the last thing you expect. It is just so so good. I really I really recommend
recommend this movie. Mm-hmm. For free, if you're just looking for a laugh. And there's like, there's some corny jump scares, but that's what got me. That's what got my heart rate up. I'm mm-hmm. a sucker for jump scares. Oh, fantastic. Especially <laughs> especially when they're corny because you can tell they're coming. So my heart rate is already getting up because I'm like, oh, I don't want to get scared. I know it's going to come. And then boom, it does and it you, doesn't matter. You would have loved the era of of flash new ground horror games <laughs> oh my gosh where it was just where it was just flying jpegs at yes monster faces and screams yes <laughs> i love playing scary video games there any any spooky video game i just totally gets my heart rate up there's um um oh my gosh what's it called there's a series of video games mm-hmm. that i love playing and I, I always forget the overall name of it but like the first one has um like Rami Malek in it. It has uh, what's her face from Bring It On, the Blondie. Oh gosh, let me look. Wow. It. Yeah, no, it's so so good if you haven't played it. And it, I, the the, it's a creature feature. The first the first video game. Um, let me look it up. Rami Malek, video game. Until Dawn. That's the first one. Oh yeah. Oh, so good. And it, that's a series of video games. All of them are so good. Some of them are better than others, obviously. Um. <clears throat> What is the series called? Horror game, blah, blah, blah. Well, I can't find it. But the whole series of video games is really good. Um, There's a new one that I haven't played that looks really, really good. Um, And there's a lot of, like, really famous actors in all of, like, voice actors in all of the video games. And they try to even mimic what they look like. So Ashley Tisdale is actually in one of them. And it is another creature feature one and it's so scary so i get chills thinking about it it actually freaks me out really bad um and it really looks like her in there that being said what i might after this i might have you like if we have time before you have to go back to your your home break (laughs) i might have you sit down and watch this short i saw over the weekend called guest it's a it's a horror it's a youtube horror movie dude horror shorts get me continue but like this one this one though we're gonna watch we have to specifically watch it with the uh captions on good it's 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 because these are the captions like like that were put in by the creators and everything. So yes, oh, we have to watch this one. I love that short. Really, like like horror shorts really get me. There's a lot of YouTube ones that have terrified me way more than any scary movie. Has. My favorite thing when you see a horror short though is when you see in the thumbnail they've got like a little guy in it. Like like, like it's, it's like it's like a little guy. And I'm like I'm looking. Where's the little guy? Where's the little <laughs> Where guy? Is he? Where is he? <laughs> That's so fun. Just to um, just to let you guys know, in case you're interested in the video game series, it's called the Dark Pictures Anthology. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why I can never remember the name. It's so good. There's, like, recurring characters. It follows this, like, one. It, you know what? Just look it up. It's so good. I won't get too far into it because I don't want to shocking too far. it's shocking how things like that work I'm I'm now thinking about the uh the the dark does this have to do with that attempt at the dark cinematic universe they're trying to do with like the new mummy and um when they were doing so. the um Benicio del Toro uh wolfman movie oh no I don't think it's connected but I'm sure it's like a similar idea there was there was a video game that I definitely recommend people uh if you can get it on on a steam sale or on any sale on your console oh, steam. It was based off of the Tom Cruise mummy. It was called, um, uh, let me see, it was Tom Cru- the Tom Cruise mummy. It was yeah. so good. Mummy, uh, on the, 
mummy. <laughs> mummy, <laughs> mummy. <laughs> uh, Mummies, dogmen. Let's <laughs> see here. It, it's a Metroidvania mummy game. Uh, Ooh. There's a lot of good spooky video. And I will say, so like, as YouTube. The Mummy Demastered. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, my brother loves that. Yeah, it's a really game. good game because um, I played it when it when it came out, and I was like, I was like, it was something, uh, something unmastered or anything like that. I'm like, no, demastered because um, the way it works out is um, the ending changes based on how many times you die. Um, there are that. things like um, it if you die. You lose all your upgrades and things like that, and and you can. What winds up happening is that you rises as a monster. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, oh, that's so cool. What a cool concept. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love video games. If so, I, this is something I didn't even think to look into, but I'm definitely going to after this. But if any of you listeners know of any good any good spooky media at all go ahead and let us know but i'm curious if there's a dog man um creature in any video game anywhere like like i didn't even think to try and look that up that would be really cool not just a werewolf but you know give me give give me a dog man in dead by daylight oh gosh yeah (laughs) yeah because they're and like because like with until dawn that is a creature feature and you don't expect it to be I that first game is has such a good twist. It's kind of um you play like very it's a decision based game. I <laughs> played it I played it with a group of friends. We finished it in one night. It takes hours. Like it's a, it's it was a long commitment, but it is so fun if you want to do something low key for Halloween. You literally just take turns like it'll give you um a, a limited amount of time to make a decision. And what we did was we took turns and we just went around in a circle and we'd be like, "Okay, press X. Okay, press circle we want to do this we choose this decision and characters will either die or survive or based on those yeah yeah, based on those decisions it's very much all of the dark pictures anthology games are um decision based and it's like a butterfly effect it's really like really a more cool. robust telltale game yes oh i love telltale mm. i love telltale telltale mm. give us the dog man <laughs> <laughs> so if there's any dog man um media out there that you guys know of that we haven't talked about do let us know because i love talking about the dog man i've written many stories on the dog man it's just something i'm fascinated with oh it's great yeah the, um i want to point out the sequel yes does take place it's direct from this like it takes place mm-hmm. a year after the previous movie um, oh gosh and it and it picks up on the like it, it mm-hmm. like if the <laughs> if the title is any indicator it definitely picks up on the cliffhanger. I mean, it's a year after the cliffhanger, but still like it picks up yeah, picks up on that. There's um they definitely had more of a budget because they have act, more actors in this one cuz I you Ooh. can count the number of people that actually appear on screen on your on your hands in in the first one. In the first one. Like there are there are actually like I think eight people total working on this film in terms of in terms of in terms of actors in the first one. Yeah, when you see the credits of the first one too, it's like maybe eight actors are listed, I think. Yeah, like what you were saying. And but they do they're so funny. It's so so worth a watch. I mm. loved I was and I was like watching it while I was working on my own side project and it just kept stealing my attention. Oh yeah, yeah. 
I um I I watched it and I I like I I was like I made the jokes like this was filmed on five dollars and a half eaten Kit Kat. Yes, yes. <laughs> and what's great about it too is you could totally like I mean I mean there's some cussing in it, but there's no like it's not like like you could have your like preteen watch it and like mm-hmm. if they're looking for a good scare it's not it's not it's not worse than anything they'll find on YouTube you know what I mean there's no the, body horror yeah. or anything in that yeah um, no there's just jump scares and there's some like blood pop- but it's really not it's, like it's terrifying it's, you know it's it's paint blood you know yeah <laughs> exactly like you see it and you're like okay but it's, it I feel like I would have loved watching this movie specifically as a kid especially for Michigan lore it, it partially reminds me of the uh, Joe Estevez vehicle werewolf. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I would, I would. Yeah. One of my favorite mystery science theater movies. So good. I so I like if you. I mean, as always, of course, look up trigger warnings or anything like that. I don't think that there's really. Yeah, this, much. But I'm just saying, it, like, don't take my word for it to plop your kid in front of it. I'm just saying that if I were like 10 years old, I would have loved. There's, to watch there's this. The, the, some of the makeup, like on some of the gashes and things like yeah. that, are they're they're nasty. Um, I will say, if you don't like seeing harm to animals, there's a scene where a deer gets hit by a car and it's got a big gash wound from something earlier. True. That's one of the things. Like, just that's just you know. Um, Watch out for that type of thing. True, but, that would that's yeah. a good trigger warning to, um, to put in there because I'm sensitive. The, with animals. the 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 effects of the second one are significant. Are they're significantly improved? But it was <laughs> yeah, a yeah, low. Can't wait to watch it. It was a low bar to begin with. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to watch it. I'm fairly certain by significantly improved, I mean somebody was able to go to a spirit Halloween. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to watch it. Oh my gosh. I, I'm going to stay up late tonight, I think, and watch because it, I honestly loved it that much. It was just so funny. Oh, fantastic. I'm going to make yeah. all my friends watch the first one, too. If you guys watch it, please let us know your favorite part because I have a favorite part, but I, I don't really want to say it because it kind of spoils some stuff. So if you have a favorite part, I don't know. Can you comment on pod? Yeah, you can comment. Yeah, you on can. Pod- you probably, yeah, I think you can comment on the the podcast and everything like that. And of course, you can always just you can always just come in, find us at the library, and tell us yeah. you wasted our time, or you know, yeah. If you're mad at us for making making us making you watch this, let us know. You can always shout us out on social media. We're happy to hear from you either way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's about. All I have on the dog man. Oh I yeah, think. yeah, I, absolutely. I yeah, I don't have any. Um, um, friends who have any stories. Uh, my brother had a Bigfoot encounter, he believes. Oh, nice. He heard tree knocking when he was camping in one of the southern states. I don't know if it was like Tennessee or something. Um, he was hunting in, in there. But he no mention of the dog man. I don't think he's had any experiences with the dog man. The only other thing I'll say about dog men, and if you keep an eye out for them, Apparently, they, they're known for digging. I mean, they're dogs. Mm-hmm. So um, a couple of the stories in the book by J.P. Haggart um, discusses they first noticed the dog man digging through trash or digging in their truck beds, like just digging through their materials. <laughs> oh, I just thought of one another favorite part from the movie. Um, and they're also known for their glowing yellow eyes. Mm-hmm. So if you see any yellow eyes in the woods. Yellow or blue? Be- Ooh, yes, like the, 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 the some people say they're blue eyes, which adds more of a human element to oh, them yeah, because most most animals can't get blue eyes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I it, I was oh 
I mean, but dogs, can, I've definitely seen dogs with blue eyes mm. and it is kind of jarring to see. So yeah, that would be it's, spooky. It's, yeah, that's what makes it, that's what makes it creepy because it's super rare on animals. Oh. So um, it, it helps add to that mystique and everything. <laughs> oh, that's neat. And so if any of you listeners have had encounters with dogmen or know of any people who've had encounters with dogmen, I would love to hear. I'm sure we both would absolutely love to oh, hear yeah. about them. You could even like just email us. It's mm-hmm. where our, our information is on our social media it's on you know the gross point library page but it's just like our first initial and then our last name so mine is a like anagram alexis a smith at grosspointlibrary.org mm-hmm. and then adams uh, mine's is a p car or if you really want to be funny it's it's spelled ape car <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's a perfect yeah what a I didn't even think of that. I just always pronounce it AP card in my uh-huh. head at grosspointlibrary.org. So if you yep. guys have encounters or just any media recommendations, I'm always looking for more stuff on 100%, the dog. Hundred yeah, and if he's you, underrepresented. He is, though, and as well, if you if you listen to these and you're like, oh, maybe you should talk about this on the podcast. Yes, yeah, by all means, uh, we, we'll look at it and everything. We're we're interested. Cause oh yeah. I mean, obviously, we got some things we plan on, like certain book reviews, things like this. This came up as a spur of the moment because we were discussing, like, how are we going to close out spooky season? And we're like, we were virtually going to do a thing on reviewing the Sandman. And then we're like, what about the Dogman? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of a man, what about the Dogman? Oh, I was so pumped when you teams messaged me that because I was like, why didn't I think of that? We talked about it in the first episode. Yeah. So, so I was so excited to talk about this. Heck Yeah. <laughs> So thanks for um, sticking around, listening to us. And um, like I said, if you have any encounters, recommendations, anything Dogman related, go ahead and email us or just stop by the library and say hello to your friendly librarians. Absolutely. Once again, I am Adam. I'm Alexi. And thank you for stopping by. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.